Welcome to the Lock Boss Show. I am your host, PJ Slauson. Now, this show is dedicated to all the Lock Bosses, and together we will learn, grow, and win. What is up? Welcome back to another hashtag Lockboss Show and giveaway and Happy New Year. It is 2024, I tell you. Um, here we go, another year, right? But um, I just want to say thank you, well, first of all, to all of us, all of you who are here with us today. Of course, I'm drinking a Topo Chico. Cheers to all of you out there drinking one as well. Or your favorite beverage of choice. And um, man, you know, honestly, as I was getting ready to do this, I was, you know, um, I can see myself in the camera and I'm like, I need a haircut. So I'm going to go get a haircut after this. Um, wow. But uh, you'd think I'd pay more attention getting ready in the morning, but hey. Um, anyways, let's see here. Yes, Sherelle says, it's 2024. Where are the flying cars, right? <laughs> Oh, man, that's good. Um, let me uh, scroll up here and see. Yeah, Mr. James E. Step, hey, congrats again on winning. I uh, see that you said you uh, put a um, uh, hopefully a $2,000 order in, right? Good stuff. And um, I tell you what, we're excited to be um, launching Lockboss Season 3 here in two weeks. So um, excited for that. And there's just so much good stuff coming with it that um, I can't wait to share with you. Hmm. Man, I had a pistachio from Doug Kimber here just a minute ago, and it's like kind of stuck in my throat or something. I don't know what the deal is. But um, all right, well, hey, let's go ahead and let's hop into today's show. You know, as I was talking about earlier or uh, last week, I should say, talked about this cool video that we had coming out on Sunday, which you guys have all hopefully now seen. If not, go check it out. And it's when I go around here locally with a couple of my kids and do a price survey on what I believe is, you know, the two most standard keys found on a house, right? A, a, a quick set key or for that matter. Um, and then also a 1646 mailbox key. So um, did the price survey. We're going to talk about it and dive into it a little bit. And this will be a pretty interactive um, live today. So when we get to it, I'm definitely going to want all of your feedback and let's uh, together, you know, let's put some uh, uh, pricing together. Let's talk through it a little bit and um, it should be, should be good. All right, so let's go ahead. Let's see here. Oh, uh, Bridge says, very excited about season three. Also, yes, I think you're going to absolutely love it. Sean C., what's up? He says, I made a live. So excited for this one. Yeah, it's going to be good. Um, Pouncer, what's up? Say, PJ, what's your favorite Topo Chico flavor? You know, honestly, I just, for the most part, just like the plain ones. Um, those lime ones that were uh, Twista lime ones were delicious as, as well. Um, but for the most part, I drink the plain ones. I don't know why, but keep it going here. Yeah, John, uh, happy new year to you as well. Um, Lockfather, what's up? He says, if you don't like those pistachios, you can give them to me. Well, hey, you know where they are. I keep them right up here in the toolbox. So uh, Lockfather, as always, uh, help yourself. Uh, 
kids, you mean film crew and key inspector. Thank you, Sherelle. You're right. You know, my film crew, my key inspector. I like it. All right. So let's go ahead and get the uh, show started um, and dive into our topic this week here. All right. So how much should you charge? The big question that we all have to answer for each one of our businesses out there is, are you leaving a dollar per key or even 50 cents per key on the table? And what I mean by that, right? So pretty much everything that we do is perceived as um, some sort of value, either high value or low value, right? For example, and this is just an example that's popping up in my head, um, is if I am going to go to Harbor Freight, right, to buy some tools. I'm expecting to pay cheap, right? It's going to be cheap. And even my my expectation on the quality of what I'm going to get there might be so-so, all right, um, as a general rule of thumb. In the same way that if the snap-on truck pulled up and I was wanting to buy some tools, um, I know I'm going to spend more, but I also know that I'm going to get more. Now, I realize most of us fall in the middle of all of that, including myself. And, um, you know, like I'll give you a good example. Like I think Milwaukee builds awesome tools, right? Like their, uh, their tools, all of that are amazing. Um, I'm for what I use tools for at my house is kind of like your, uh, you know, your standard homeowner doing some, you know, little projects and stuff. And I've used Ryobi, now, is Ryobi, in my opinion, better or as good as Milwaukee? No, but it's good enough for what I need it for, right? And is what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to give you a few of the examples of the nuances that come with the price of keys. And let's face it today, in the world we live in, three, four, five dollars, we almost expect it for everything. I, I most recently went to uh, Starbucks to pick up a drink for my wife, which um, I mean, she hasn't really bought in years now. And it was a chai latte with almond milk, which is her favorite drink. And um, it was like six twenty-four. dollars <laughs> I was like, are you, are you joking? You know, um, but, uh, you know, it's one of those things that, you know, stuff costs a lot nowadays, you know, in the same way, when you go to Home Depot and you go to or wherever and you go get some nuts or bolts or what have you in the section, there, I mean, so many of them, I was in there recently looking for some and they were like 80 or 95 cents a piece. And I was eating like five or six, you know, I was five or six bucks for a few uh, standard bolts or excuse me, nuts. And um, my point with saying all that is that we... I think as a whole, we undercharge in our industry. And um, and I would say that if you want to have that low price, that's totally fine. And of course, it's your business. And one of the best parts about having your own business is you get to charge and do what you want, right? Um, at the same time, you want to make sure that you understand what you're leaving on the table there. And you start c- compounding $1 or 50 cents times X amount of keys a week, times 52 times a year. And it could be actually serious money. And so what I, you know, like to talk about the video I went to, when I went to that Ace Hardware, um, I was very surprised. Like they're, they're leaving money on the table. I'm not, I'm not going to uh, tell them. Uh, I'm not going to go try to find a manager, but um, to charge that, what, 224, I believe it was for the keys is like in my head, that was like 
maybe 20, 2005 prices or whatever. And the funny part, a little insider baseball that I know, I know that the uh, access keys and those type of keys, and I've been able to be a little privy to some of that information and they pay a lot more than you do for keys. Uh, I mean, now that's a general rule of thumb here, but um, it's not like they're buying a quick set key for four cents or six cents, right? Like they're just not doing that. And so um, it's not like, you know, they're, they're charging less because it costs them less. It's, it's definitely not the case. Um, so I think it's one of those cool things that we have the opportunity to understand and charge accordingly. So with that being said, the first question I have for you is, did the video, and I'm looking for yes or no, um, in the, when you watch the video, did it make, did it change your mind on if you should be charging more for a quick set or 1646 key? That's my first question. Yeah, I like that. Um, Dave, Thanks for posting that. I like he says, list your sales of KW1 for $398. i am not going to undercut them. That is so true. Friendly Lock and Key has a go and says, in my area, Ace Hardware store charges $8 a key. Yeah, and I think, uh, thanks for sharing that actually. But yeah, I think um, one of the biggest things um, when I when I mentioned the Ace Hardware is if they're locally, you know, it's locally owned, right? And so they're all, they're going to really be all over the place. Um, okay, we're getting lots of yeses. Very cool. Okay, so um, really glad to hear that. Um, the next question I have for you is that if you're charging, let's call it three ninety eight. Like, I mean, if you ask me, the standard price for a quick set key in America today is going to be three ninety eight. Okay, um, two of the or two out of the four places I went, that's what they charged. One was way higher on that key me, and then there is that ace was a little lower. So if you were to take out, you know, when people do um, st- statistical studies, sometimes they'll take out the lowest denominator in the common and then average everything in between, right? Um, and so I think 398 is a good price for 99, you know, whatever it might be. Yes, yeah, yeah, Cheryl says, PG is on a mission to increase our profitability. Absolutely, I am. And that's why it's the first of the year. It's always fun. If you remember last year, I was talking about kind of similar stuff. Um, okay, so if a standard house key, let's just call it as $4, a 1646 key, the standard mailbox key in America today nowadays, how much do you plan to charge for it? I would love to know in the comments here. So $4 is the standard quick set key. Now, um, let me also include that, uh, you know, two of the four places didn't even have that key, which is crazy to me. Uh, okay, Gumby has a little more, oops, uh, insight here. Gumby says Ace was only $2.99. Yep. Uh, let's see here. Okay, we got some $6, $9. James Estep says $4. Very good. Dave's asking the lock father, um, what are you going to charge for quick set or KWNSC one key? Let us know, lock father. He and I have been actually having quite a, a bit of discussion. He actually called me after uh, he watched the video. So, uh, lock father, feel free to chime in here. Okay. Let the answers come in. Yeah, so I think, yeah, the $6, I don't know. Like, I think something above $4 is right, in my opinion. Um, it's a, it's not as a popular key, right? And if you ever think about this for a second, okay. Um, 
A KW1 key is quite large. So I have this KW1 key here. And then I have this, uh, what is it? Uh, X132 key, LF12. As you can see, the Quickset key definitely has more brass than this X132 key. Yet it costs substantially more. Why? Well, it's because it's based on, you know, supply and demand, right? Um, and we should be looking at those type of, we should be looking at keys that same way. Right. And um, let's see here. $6 for D&D. Yep. C123s are, yeah, $15. Um, what about the best key? I just bought 20 at two bucks Canadian each. Um, perfect. So the, the main point here that I want to make is that the more rare the key is or the harder to find the key is, A, it's um, nine out of 10 times it's going to cost you substantially more. And two, like for example, a 1646 and a KW1, there's a good price difference between those two keys, right? And so at minimum, not charging the gap between there is not good, okay? Um Let's see here. John Falk, hey, what's up? He says, I charge a competitive price with the experience that I'm providing. Considered 425 or more. Very good. Um, let's see here. So, to, so true. Keys have to pay rent for sitting on the shelf. I like it. Best in Everest, we have $12. Um, should be more. Yeah. You know, let's talk about best keys for a minute here. Okay. Um, th this is the, like, let's, let me walk through my perspective on this. You walk into a lock shop and you want a quick set key. Let's just say they're going to charge you four bucks. Okay. And what are they going to do? They're going to take your existing key. They're going to go take a uh, blank and they're going to put it in a duplicator. I don't know, probably cost them somewhere between 500 and a thousand dollars. Okay. That cuts all sorts of keys. They're going to put them in there and they're going to cut the key. They're going to give it to you. And they're going to be done. But most of the time when you bring a best key in to a place, they're going to take it. They're going to decode it one way or another. They're then going to code cut it and they don't charge much more than a standard quick set or schlag key, or maybe even double. At the same time, someone comes in and needs a Y11 key cut by code. It's going to be like 20 bucks, right? 15 or $20. And I've always found it interesting that for cutting a Y11 key by code or a mailbox key by code, they're going to charge 15, $20 or way more. But to do a best key, you're going to do all of that work that you charge 15, 20 plus dollars for, for $10 is crazy, is absolutely crazy to me. And um, so I don't know, I hope if that's one thing you, <laughs> you get out of it, you know. Um, but yeah, Zach, you're right. Buy a blue punch, it's the right way to go, right? And so not only are you decoding it and cutting it um, by code, um, you're also using a specialized machine that's just set up to do that, right? And um, yeah, that's sort of those things. So I would just say consider if you are cutting best keys or any sort of other key that you need to cut by code, 
Compare what you're charging for that compared to if a customer walked in and needed a mailbox key cut by code. Is there a big discrepancy there? If there is, I would really look at, um, we'll bring in one up to the other. But um, yeah, yeah, best are picky for sure. Let's see here. Um, yeah, <laughs> BD Forbes, preach it, right? <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. So I'm not trying to get too big of on a roll here. You know, I, I, I just, I sincerely, and this, like, like I said at the beginning, I think if when you own your own business, you're supposed to charge what you want, and that's fine. If you want to do it for less, totally understandable. It's hard, though, at the same time, when you start looking at the inflationary environment we're living in, the cost of everything going up, um, maybe staff to pay, all this other stuff. Like if, if we're not going to be competitive in the market, we really can put ourselves at a disadvantage, right? And so I would just try to keep a close eye on that. But I tell you what. Um, let's see here. Uh, let's see here. Oh, Jay, uh, Jay Flake H name. What's up? I haven't seen you around for a while. Hope you're doing well. Lathe cut keys are junk. Yeah. They're not quite as good as the other way. That is for sure. Let's see here. Um, the only machine we have that will cut a best key correctly. And that's a blitz. We have five broken blitz machine and one worked. Yeah. I mean, I don't know when it comes to best, you can do it like that. You can use a frame and tube, all that stuff, any sort of high volume, typically at some point, um, uh, investing in some sort of a punch machine, like the right hand or the blue punch is typically the way to go or the frame. And I mean, the frame and machines do it as well, but there's already so much going on with best, like the, the less you can complicate it, the better, in my opinion. So one last thought I want to leave you with here. We're going to go on to our um, announcing this week's five lucky winners. And that is what I've called now um, for a while is the rule of 10. So what we haven't talked about is how much is a HD 106 key or a 103 key? How much is a TR 47? Like those type of prices, right? Or um, an X132 like I have sitting right here. Um, when it comes to those type of keys, like how do you figure out what you should charge? And I just want to give you one quick, simple tip that I hope that you can take and apply to your business as needed. And that is the rule of 10. If you're going to buy a key and let's say that that key is 90 cents a key, typically you have to buy 10, right? Um, and so you're going to be into that key, that pack of keys, $9, right? If they're 90 cents a piece. So as a rule of thumb, never, ever, ever, ever sell one of those keys for less than $9. Let that be your starting place. Because all of us have been to walk shops that have boards and walls of keys and there's a lot of them sitting on there and you go on top and there's dust sitting on there, right? Because we're in a business where all of a sudden we have some customers that want the keys. And then all of a sudden we have no customers that want those keys and they're going to sit there. And so you want to make sure that all of the keys that you have to order in and put on your shelf and, or if they're expensive, the rule of 10 is the best advice in the starting spot that I can give you. Once again, if a key let's say it costs $1.10 a piece, you're going to want to sell it for a minimum of $11, okay? And use that as a rule of thumb to start. The math, in my opinion, as they say on the internet, 
the maths don't work if it's under that. So, um, anyways, um, that's what I got for you today. I wanted to, um, take some time and talk about it. I'm looking forward to the, 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 um, national locksmiths, um, or the locksmith ledger, um, their, uh, uh, price survey coming out. Of course, I, every year when it comes out, I like to do a survey on it and uh, some lives on it. So I'll be doing that once I get it all. But, um, I hope that helps. I really appreciate all of you um, hanging out and contributing to the conversation. And it's so great to um, learn so and see what everyone else is charging and the different perspectives. That um, The cool part is here, okay, as long as I'm in charge around here, it's okay to have a completely different perspective, um, but we can be respectful of those and hopefully even learn something in the meantime. So... Um, very, very cool. But hey, there you have it. That is today's show. And, uh, you know, I'll stick around here for a minute. You know, some something funny, okay? You know, something funny, just a little quick side note, is um, when the video came out Sunday, you know, I showed Alice, you know, my key checker. And um, it was so funny to watch her watch it because – First of all, she was like, why does my voice sound like that? Because that's not what it sounds like in real life. And I was like, actually, what you think you sound like in your own ears and what other people hear is different, right? And <laughs> she doesn't believe me. And then on top of it, she was just like, dad, it is so embarrassing to watch myself. And um, I just kind of help but love it, right? Because I think all of us actually feel that way, right? Like we hear our voice and we're like, wow, that's not what I hear. And two, you see yourself in photos or on videos and you're just like, I look at myself every day in the mirror and that's just not what I look like. (laughs) But uh, it was was pretty fun. And um, and, and as always, honestly, it's so much fun being able to have my kids on and uh, do that type of stuff um, with me. So it's always... um, it was a fun little family project to figure out the pricing. So I'm really happy that we were able to do that together. But uh, yeah, as F, uh, FTRV, Denny says, the bloopers were great. Yeah, the bloopers are hard to watch, you know. I mean, they really were. But it was really, um, really fun to do that with a couple of my kids. And I don't know why. Have you noticed in the past month or so, I've had a couple of videos that I did with my kids. And my oldest daughter, Addie, was there for both of them, but she refused, you know, she's 15, going to be 16 next month. And, um, you know, she's at the phase where she doesn't really want to be on the internet with her dad in particular, which I don't necessarily, um, blame her for that. Right. But, um, let's see. (laughs) James says, don't tell her her voice isn't as good as it is in the shower. You know, I gotta, I gotta tell you one of the greatest joys I have as a parent is I have three daughters, right? And all of them and even um, different ones, um, they'll be in their room and they'll be doing something. And like, uh, you'll hear, especially when they're little, right? They're singing and stuff. It is just a blast to hear them do that. So yeah, it's so true. And they will definitely not hear hear that from me. But um, anyways, everybody, well, hey, thank you for tuning in. Thanks for hanging out. Thanks for contributing to the part of the conversation. And I couldn't be more excited to be here with you all heading into 2024. We got Lockboss season three coming up here in a couple weeks and um, we're, we're mixing it up. It's going to be different. It's going to be awesome. And we're going to be doing it 
together. So really, really, really um, excited to kick that off with you all and spend 2024 together. So I hope you all are having a wonderful new year. And um, of course, I will leave you with a uh, little bit of music. Y'all take care. I'm going to go get my hair cut. Have a great night.